0: Hello, listener, and welcome to the second ever Black White Noise. Even more fun than an Aussie cricket team press conference. Yes, much to our surprise, we've got the green light to do it all again. As ever, I'm joined by my co-host Michael Thomas. Hello. I believe Michael, you had an interesting uh, weekend watching Hamilton. So, Rakesh Bingham, Dougie Ingram, Ray Dale Templeton. Who impressed you? Uh, no, I was uh, I was at the play Hamilton. All right. I've uh, got nothing intelligent to add on that front, I'm afraid. <laughs> My idea of culture is turning over the football to watch Rugby League. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, today we're joined again by a very, very special guest. In football, as a fan, there's no more exciting sight than a wide man, in full flight, looking for the ball on every occasion, one thought in his mind to terrorise the opposition fullback. Today our guest is someone who, on top of his game, can't be stopped, no matter how many men are put on him. Someone who genuinely gets the fans off their seats, in anticipation of what he's going to do next. He's undoubtedly the finest winger the Pards have had in the last decade. Today our guest is that's, sorry to interrupt you there, Steve. That's uh, that's Willie Gibson's injury you got in there. Oh right. Uh, you got the right one, Michael? I think so, I right.
1: um so uh, yeah, it was it was when we won promotion to the SPL that our guest played his best football for the club. When Stephen Bell got injured and especially when Gibson was sold, we needed someone to step forward and be the creative spark in the team. So who better to step up to the mark than another wide man?
0: mate mate, that's uh, that's David Graham's and so. Oh all <laughs> oh, right, sorry. He's a killer. So, today our guest is brother of the boxer Joe Cardell. <laughs> Hello, Joe. Thank you very
2: much. Okay, so these guys, <laughs> cheers
0: for that. <laughs> I'll take it. And obviously, this is Joe, we're, we're big, big fans. We're delighted to have you here. Yeah, definitely.
1: Th- thanks for taking the time to join us, uh, oh. especially after uh, a double training session this morning. Oh, that's what I thought um,
2: it was. It was meant to be. Normally, I choose to do a double, one, but because I'm injured just now, oh. I've just had my foot and raised nice. Yeah unfortunately it was a double session, I was just in the physio room for a few hours, so yeah I'm uh, fresh and ready to go. Fair enough. Yeah, and we appreciate it as well, we know
0: you've got family as well, you know you have taking out the time to do it. One thing I was just going to touch on is we had a lot of bad weather recently, how does the club manage to train in that weather, or do your wit walks they don't, but where do they go to do some sort of session to keep the boys sticking yeah, over? Yeah well
2: the first few days obviously the weather was horrific, so most of the boys couldn't even get in the houses. Uh, for me particularly I was I live in a de site where it was all it was bombarded with snow. I couldn't get out of the house, um, so I think we missed two days' training, and then we managed to get through to mudball. There's an indoor facility there, mm. so we were training through there for at least two weeks, I think. Um, so it was obviously, you know, I mean, it was it was a couple of days where I had to walk to the end of my road and get picked up, and so yeah, we managed to get through it. And um, obviously, you know, we were lucky enough to be able to get an indoor, and uh, because there's nothing through this way. I think Edinburgh, the Orion was the closest way, but I think the uh, the rugby Scottish rugby boys took it out for that period of time. I so yeah, so we managed to get a few sessions in Motherwell and obviously keep taking over whilst the uh, the snow fell. There must be
0: clubs fighting over that
2: as well. I think it's a first in for serve, so I think uh, as soon as the snow comes in the morning I think we need to get on the phone to to book to, to book the appointment. So uh, we managed to get in a few and thankfully we got a few sessions and even though the games got postponed in the end. Aye.
0: Well, it's good that you get to take over. What I was going to do since the last podcast, we've actually had six games. We're just going to reflect on some of the games mm-hmm. and then uh, bring everyone up to speed, I guess. So, yeah. the, the, the one that we left off last time is the, the Queen of the South game. So, obviously, we're going to start with a 0 0 draw. We had a couple of half chances, McManus and Clark, a couple of long range efforts, yep. half chance for Andy Ryan, yep. uh, I could save for, for Robertson the main talking point though and just looking at the highlights again last night was the the Kyle jacobs rugby tackle on McManus. yeah uh i don't know if you've seen this michael yeah i don't know mm.
2: how yeah. the referee never gave the decision in the end. But i was on the bench that day i think i came on later on in the game but obviously watching it you know i mean i think i was warming up at the time and i was right next to the linesman and the linesman kind of knew that he should have been given yeah you know, the penalty uh but obviously you know, i mean the referee made the decision in the end and it was definitely the wrong decision on the day. The
0: thing is, it gives him a yellow card, and he says it's because there's another boy covering it. Yeah. You know, the the reason, not, the reason there's another boy covering it is he has a, a he holds on first, stops yeah. him, and yeah. then he ugly yeah. tackles him. By that time, another defender's kind of closing him down. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, out the red.
2: But it, it was uh, But that's you know what I mean. That's the kind of the decisions that kind of you know can't kill you. Uh, not a yeah, bad but, point down there. Yeah, but. exactly. But it could have been three. Aye. and uh, I think we came away that day thinking it was two points drops. You know what I mean of chances but you know i mean it's kind of the way it was in that period of time i think we've picked up a little notch since then mm. and hopefully yeah, i mean we can finish the season strong that's <clears> what <throat> we're looking to do yeah i mean certainly when we were talking to ross
1: that we'd gone through a pretty yeah pretty poor patch. Um, including another game of of, against
0: me in the south here which was i think that was the lowest point of the season yeah I
2: think that's I what we spent we so much more for ourselves we know, you know we've got the quality in that change room and so that spell of time, I don't think anyone showed any quality at all. And, you know, I mean, the uh, morale was low. And then obviously, um, I think um, the last month or so, we picked that up a notch. And I think mm. you can see that on the pitch. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Uh, on that was I'm not on the last <laughs> time we got beat, which was 7. Another... <laughs> 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 uh, but
2: obviously. So that was another game where I thought, you know, what I mean, it was a tight game. Um, and obviously, the, the goal it was a weak goal. And, Aye. You know what I mean? It was the penalty. Just, just, it just shows you just a minute of slackness can, can kill you again. And that's game. That's, that's why I feel that happened. You know, I mean? Obviously, it's one or a strong team, they're full of confidence. And, you know, it just, it just shows you just one minute, and then it's one 0 down, and it's hard to come back from that, especially yeah. away from home. Yeah, with ten yeah,
0: men as yeah. well. That's uh, why you're giving your opinion to the ref at the time when they were giving yeah, treatment I to. I think I've over. done that a few times
2: this season. I think I won nine nine yellow cards this season. I right? think. Uh, no reds. Eight eight, eight, no, no reds. Yes. Touch wood. Uh, <laughs> Think, yeah, family. don't say that. <laughs> so, eight, eight, eight of the nine, I think, are from shouting at the referee, so I need to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> and
0: uh, Craig and had uh, acres of space at the back post, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, like he maybe just had too much time. Uh, it
2: kind of opened up, and I think uh, he was caught up maybe two minutes, maybe five minutes. So There's yeah. all sorts going on, he it Looks so, like he was going to have a bit of through it, trying to side foot it in the bed, yeah. But normally, you know, when he slots him away training every day, so it just shows you, you know, what I mean, when the, when the chips are down, stuff so like that happens.
0: So after the St. Merne game was the return to form against Inverness. Uh, yeah. Joe, you were heavily rumoured on the internet forums to be starting that game, and then you, you took a knock. So yeah, obviously uh, one person's misfortune uh, misfortunes, another person's opportunity. Uh-huh. Guy who played in the left, Craigan takes the free kick, scores a beauty. A goal, yeah. Uh, yeah, but the keeper looked a wee bit full there, didn't yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm was, not a goalkeeper. So.
2: Obviously, you know what I mean. Even though I was in the stand that night, it was yeah written for the team to win and obviously it was a 1-0 game and thankfully I just managed to get the three points that we really needed um as i said before you know, I mean, the confidence was low before the it mm-hmm. mm-hmm. was game so just to come away with that 1-0 and get three points was everything so even being a spectator that night i was delighted for my teammates and everyone involved to finally get them three points get the monkey off the back and obviously push on to yeah what I wanted to do. Uh-huh. It was an odd game
0: because you can see that and In- Vanessa actually knocked the ball uh-huh. out quite nicely for most of the game, yeah. and then it, yeah. you know, Robertson made a couple of substitutes with about twenty minutes to go, and yeah. you had acres of space, uh-huh. and you had like the Higgy yeah. and Ryan started coming out that bit yeah. of the game there. It was definitely a kind of return to form for them. Yeah, I think they, they just
2: they seem to be just, it was just, it was in nest, just seems to be chilling that night. They, I don't think they you were happy just playing it across the middle and at the back and that. But I think they had them good form. No, was there's no to, penetration. I at think they had one up top that night, and they just seemed to be happy just. Playing the ball side to side, mm. so uh, we got the goal. in, well, It was an early goal. Aye. Thankfully, we, we kept 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 hold of it and got the win in the end. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Dude, just, just waiting for
0: the second. I think he had a absolute thunderbolt. It oh was yeah, it kept a few saves in the end. <laughs> Aye. So speaking of no penetration, the Martin game after that, the coldest I've ever been at football in my bed. Uh. <laughs> <I'm glad laughs>
2: I was in the stand way so it was. Uh, I didn't have my gloves on that day, so it was uh, yeah very cold, freezing. But obviously, you know what I mean. I think it was a game where we should have won. You know what I mean. I think if we'd have took our chances that day, we'd have cruised it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know what I mean. When I mean, you, you look back at the chances on the day, normally we, we at the start of the season they were just going in three or four easy. Um, but obviously, it was a you know I mean. We, we didn't lose the game. Um, we Still unbeaten. And obviously, uh, you know what I mean. That's the last. Is it four games we're unbeaten now? Right. So it's just obviously getting. Getting into that stage of the season where we want to be picking up points. Yeah. Th- rather three than one, you know what I mean? So uh, I think we could have had three that day, and I think we felt like that after the game. Yeah. We felt okay. that we uh, we dropped two points in the day. Mind yeah. you, would it have be been more? It was, it was exactly. Last minute exactly. Yeah, so
0: exactly to to we've been there a few times, so. Uh, so yeah. It was the Tommy Beerlin's chance that he battered the ball. Uh, really ah, Great
2: bit of play as well. Great right. ball from Higgy, and I think he just hit it too well. Um, Sclaps that, you know, I mean, they just go to the I back of the net, it just should. shows you. Just but uh, they've been a wee bogey team for the last couple of years and late late minute goals, and yeah, yeah. And we've been so on top of games, you know, the games where we were winning 2 0, and then they came back to 3 2 games, yeah. yeah, it was like a bad dream that day. Uh,
0: you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you, but James Winston came on to quite a good game there, Armstrong had a post towards the end as well, so how have the new guys settled
2: in? I think they settled in brilliantly, uh, obviously, the likes of Vinny, he's uh. He was at Dundee, and obviously not getting a game, and I think he's came in, you know what I mean? Good bit of experience behind him, and he's a great lad, he's, you know I mean, he's, he's a good boy to have in a changing room. and see, You know, I think all the new boys have settled in pretty quick, you know what I mean? Right. For, not be, for being on the team, the likes of Tom and Dan have not played any first-team football, you know what I mean? To come in the way they have, you know, especially Tom, he's played all the games, and you know what I mean? I think uh, for him to come in and obviously not play first-team f- football, and obviously getting the experience he has, I think, uh, you know I mean, uh, the, the first game we played it's Morton. I think the first five, ten minutes he was in shock how fast it was and, you know I mean, how much strength you need to be playing at this level. Uh, I think, you know what I mean, when he's playing at the 23s in Sunderland, I think it's a completely different game. It's all the technical players that yes. you yeah. pass the ball about or you're Morton away at Capital. It's a completely <laughs> different game, you know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> That's exa- 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 Gary exa- Gary yeah, exactly, exactly. His <laughs> eyes were open that day and obviously he got the goal and, I think he's kicked on since then he's a good football player uh but yeah the new boys that have came in i think have done great and, uh i mean hopefully they can help us, us to, to get to where we want to be at the end of the season yeah they're good to have some depth yeah definitely you know what i mean it's good to hold that in the team and, and you know, i mean it's uh we've got a decent size squad now so everyone's playing for a place and with the manager bringing in new players you know what i mean there's a co- big competition for places so uh, all over the pitch you know what i mean defenders it just shows you that you know I mean? it doesn't matter who you are you know what i mean uh, if you're not doing it, then you can change it up, and I think he's shown that this season. The players that he's took out and put in, so we're all playing for places at the end of the day. Yeah,
0: yeah. We like, we like James Vincent after yeah. his cup final winning goal. Oh, exactly, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Against that ball. <moment>. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, we touched upon the Breaking games. So the game was put to bed in the first 10 minutes. We yeah. had two goals for Nicky Clark. Uh, good to see him getting back on the score sheet. Good definitely. to see him getting a hat trick. Definitely, definitely. And then there was a game on, on Saturday up at Tannadice. Once again, point at Tannadice, normally a good result, but yeah, I think you're going to probably tell us the boys were upset at the end of it. Aye, game.
2: that's uh, that's the feeling. Of, if, that's how it feels. I think uh, obviously we took the lead, you know, and you know To to go a up at Tannadice, you know I mean. I think the way the way they are just now, I think they're in a bad way. Personally, I think mm. uh, the, the way they uh, they've got a lot of games to play as well in a short space of time. Yeah, uh, they've missed a lot of football. And results have not really gone their way recently. So I mean, we all feel confident going into the game to get the first goal, the way we did, great, great bad play. Nice. And uh, and then that happens two or three minutes later, yeah. you know what I mean, they got the pitch and score that freak of a goal. Yeah. Um And obviously we had chances toward then, Nicky's chance, just shows, you know what I mean, it was just, it was unlucky at the time. Um, but they were they had, they had some good play as well, you know what I mean, they're a good team, good experience in the team. So, I think coming out it was a fair result on the day, <laughs> um, It could have gone either way, but I think one one was a fair, fair enough result. Aye. Yeah. And we're still not beat them yet. Yeah. I mean, that's no, that a frustrating is. thing. The <laughs> amount of times that we've had chances it's to save it for the playoffs. Oh, exactly, right. exactly. Hopefully, that's when we do save it for. So, uh, I thought Saturday was the day to do it, but unfortunately, it wasn't. But, I mean, it's, uh, as you say, I'll save it for the playoffs, hopefully.
0: Yeah. Just saying, when you're a left sided midfielder, though, and we dropped two points because I. Left-sided well, midfielder makes a mistake. So a yeah. fist pump
2: there, Joe. Right? Uh, you know, you, can't, you, can't, you can't. I know. I know that that's probably how sports feel. Yeah. I mean, outside football, that's how you may look at it. But you know, I mean, I'm rooting, I'm rooting for the boys, even though I'm mean, to just now. It's. Uh, you know, I mean, I want to be playing at the highest level possible. You know what I mean? So for us to get promoted next season, that's where we want to be. Yeah. That's the reason why I came back to Dunfermline. You know, I mean, I wanted my aim is to get us back into the SPL, and you know, I mean, I won't stop doing that until we do it. The club's in a great place. Everyone knows that, um, but we just got to do the business on the pitch. And uh, I think uh, the way we, we the way we started the season was fantastic. I think if we'd have carried that on, we'd have been cruising by now. But obviously, we took a dip. And uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's uh, the next couple of years. I think the the club are more more than more than ready to to play in that league. To be honest. Yeah. Fingers crossed.
0: Yeah. Right. yeah. Um Well, oh, right. that's us up to, bang up to date there. We'll look forward to the, the next games and the, the horizon towards uh-huh. the end. What I was going to touch upon was the latest things going out on in the club, out with what's on the park. Uh-huh. Uh, this week we were nominated for the SPFL Community Project of the Year, delivered right. by the Farts yes. Foundation. Fantastic. Awesome. Uh, and it was four nominees, It's maybe ourselves, Hearts Aberdeen and... Uh, Celtic. It's quite it's quite impressive though. It's uh Mr. Garicci from our school seems to be spearheading it. We've visited twenty schools in oh. the kind of Paris territory. If you like. I think I've
2: done twenty six. Aye, there you <laughs> go. That's why you're here. <laughs> Aye, so yeah, I've obviously been Genaro you know, gets in touch, I think he does it through Potsy, And uh, it's normally on a Monday afternoon after training, because normally on Monday we don't really do a lot. Especially if you played it's just basically a warm down mm-hmm. so uh, in the afternoon, we'll go to the schools and basically sit down with the children and just talk through, like, a, a daily routine, what we do, what we eat, uh, when we go to bed and what we like to do with ourselves outside of football and everything else. So I think it's, it's great for the children. It gives the chance the children to ask us questions on, you know, I mean, what we do and how we live our life and everything else. So uh, it's something I actually like doing. It's, you know, I mean, as I said to you before, it's something that I, would, I wish I'd have had as a kid, mm-hmm. football players coming in and talking about, you know, just what they eat, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, you know, it's only in the last 10 years that I've been able to live my life properly the way I should live, you know what I mean? Before that, I was kind of doing everything I but back, not knowing what was right to do and yeah. how to live my life. And I wish I had that, you know what I mean? As a youngster, to obviously eat, the way you should live a, your life as is it, is it, is it, is it a young one. So, you know, I think it's a great experience for the kids and obviously something I enjoy doing as well. The Answered then I was going to ask you a little yeah, bit about so I it. <laughs> Brilliant, but uh, have you noticed a big change? you've been a pro for
0: about
2: fifteen years now. Yeah. Haven't you? Have you noticed a big change in that time? Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, when I first went in, I was obviously I was at Burnley as a, as a kid until I was sixteen, and then Port Vale. Um, so I kind of moved out. I moved, I moved from my, my home at sixteen and moved to Diggs through Stoke. And you know, I mean, as, the likes of nutrition and all that, we would just get, we would just eat what we were given, mm-hmm. and there was all sorts on my plate. You know, what I mean, there was chips and curry and. Kebabs and stuff mm. like that. night before games, I was eating kebabs <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, I think I was, no, it's, I wouldn't even dare put in in like, my mouth now, yeah. but back in then, that was, I was I, was, I was 16, 17, so 12, 13 years ago, a long time ago, you know what I mean? It was, you just eat anything and, you know what I mean? You wouldn't basically do any extra or anything like that, but it's, you know, it's changed days now and I think, uh, you know what I mean? I feel a lot fitter than I was back then, even as a kid. And, uh, you know, you live and learn and I think uh, the likes of sports scientists, you know, what we get out of on a daily basis, and I mean, even just working with him every day, I feel benefits me, and you know, I mean, I think that side of the game, is concentrated on more now compared to what it was 10-15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I mean, every every little helps, and just you know, I mean, just your diet and nutrition and everything, I think it all helps you become a top role. Okay. Uh, I was thinking you had yeah, those
1: discussions about. You know, how would, how would this team of now, how would Real Madrid now uh-huh. c- compare with uh, brazil nineteen seventy?
2: Yeah, That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, I always think yeah, the, the fitness and nutrition, it'd be streets ahead. Oh, 100%. It goes a long way. Well, look at Ronaldo, for instance, you know what I mean, he's the ultimate, you know what I mean, the way he lives his life, he's 100% dedicated to yeah. everything, you know, yeah. and he eats well and it just shows, you know what I mean, what he's doing at the age of 32, I think he is, and he's still... Yeah, I mean, he, it pretty pretty yeah, fabulous. exactly, and he's still doing it. You know what I mean? And I think uh, you know, like, talk about twenty, thirty years ago. I don't know if professionals were playing at that level at that age. It mm-hmm. just showed you it goes a long way when you look after yourself. It definitely goes a long way, and you can carry on your career. And that's what I'm looking to do. I'm 31 now, and I still feel fit as a I fiddle. I still feel good, and I'm just glad that I have looked after myself over all these years, and hopefully, I've got a few more years left in me. Uh, you look at it like after Ronaldo. Changed his game as well as he's got older
0: and exactly. last couple of seasons seems to have peaked towards the end yeah, of the season now as well. So there's, obviously if you've got a team behind you and you've got the mindset to do it, there's obviously ways to extend your career.
2: players
0: play up Yeah, think. exactly. exactly. Uh, so yeah, well, that's the Paris Health initiative. You've to, you do do a lot of work for the club, you yeah. know, with on, on the park. You are a favourite with the fans, especially the youngsters, you're my wee boy's favourite player. It's good Hello. to hear. and When I told my daughter I was needing Joe carter she was quite excited Is that right? Yeah, that's yeah, nice. That's good to know. That's <laughs> nice. Days. I've got to say, you're my wee boy's favourite player. His, his friend at school, Kieran, is massive fan watches all the right. and watches other games. You're his favourite player, so that's why you're my son's favourite oh, player. Okay, okay. My son goes to the game, he's more got like how to be the best ninja in the world. Well, right, okay. Sammy like the Tami, <laughs> then, that. <no. laughs>
2: he gets
0: a lot. Of, yeah. But uh, so you've got your own family now as well. Yep. And you've been in the, the papers somewhere around christmas time i think it was yeah. talking about raising money for victoria hospital yeah and uh, cameras on incubators incubators
2: yeah we uh obviously we had the baby last june she came two months early so it was uh yeah, it was a tough time for us all yeah. uh, we weren't expecting it we knew she was going to come a wee bit early but two months was pretty uh pretty extreme so we were in hospital for a good six six and a half weeks so obviously in that time you know what i mean it was it was a difficult all. And Lucy was in hospital for uh, I think the first ten days. So in that time, after the ten days, we were going home every day and leaving little Lyle in the hospital. And yeah. there was a time where we found it difficult going home and not being able to see her. And you know, I mean even going back for dinner and then leaving even leaving her for a couple of hours, we'd be thinking is she okay? Even yeah. though we trusted the the healthcare in there and all the nurses, they were fantastic. It had just been great to, to be able to pick up the phone and being able to see her. And it was something that you know we spoke about with the other parents in the uh, in the world and uh, yeah so we're just looking to, to raise some money and uh, to try and get these cameras fitted into the incubators and for all the parents that are going through the same experience that we had mm-hmm. um to be able to go home at night and be able to pick up the phone and look at the child you know Check on them. a webcam sort of thing on a basis and so yeah we've, we've we've raised i think we've about three and a half grand just now i think the aim is to get to about five grand okay, or, sure. so we can put all these cameras in the incubators that are available for us and it's just to be able to give something back because they were fantastic with us. And yeah. uh, there was a point in our lives where we were, you know what I mean, it was, it was tough and uh, we, feel, we felt helpless. We didn't really know what was going on. It was something we have never experienced before. Nice. And uh, every, every everyone in there, the staff, everyone were fantastic with us and helped us through it. And they spoke us through everything. And, you know what I mean, they have done great for my little daughter. And my daughter's nine months now and she's thriving. She's doing great. She's uh, She was three pounds six when she was born. Uh, but now she's we got she got weighed the other day. She's fifteen pounds now, and she's a healthy little baby. And yeah, you know, I mean, I, th- I thank everyone in there for for getting us through that tough time. And you know, now, as I said, it's it's, 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 all, it's it's the least we can do to try and give back, just a little, and just to, just to help the parents in the future that are going to experience the same as us to, to be able to do what we would have liked to have done there. But yeah, that's that's the aim to get to that five grand mark. Would be fantastic. And, be able to go into the hospital and give these cameras to them is something that we'd like to do. Sure. We'll, well, we'll certainly stick something in the district. yeah,
0: that, yeah, like Thank so, you. Yeah. Well, I, my boy was four weeks old, so we only had one night in incubator and we were in the hospital for a week. Right,
2: long enough. Ah, oh, exactly. It's yeah, so. one night feels like a year. You know what I mean? It was uh, it was a long time for us in there, and uh, yeah, we you just I just felt helpless. I felt like, what can I do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The wee babies in there. She's t- she was tiny, and the nurses are just you know, obviously they were fantastic with us. They kind of talked us through everything and got us through it. And uh, as I said, you know I mean that's the least thing we can do. You know I mean we we couldn't pay the nussies, so we couldn't do anything like that. But if we can help the other parents that are going to go through the same experience, I, I think it's uh, a, a nice idea. Yeah, idea. Yeah, great idea.
0: So I'm drinking a one show. uh <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do a crunching gear change here Aye, and go okay. talk about the world cup okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're no, we talking about scotland well we're going to say it's more specifically it was international week so yeah. all football news dries up then yeah, yeah. but the focus goes on Sam up here scotland and we get the wider news with england and all that uh-huh. so what i was going to ask is scott mctominy has been in the news broken at the man united team alice McLeish has gone on a charm offensive he's got him to you know, going Scotland to play for Scotland and yeah. possibly playing for England, it's yeah. a, a difficult quandary for him. Martin, reckon you would qualify for both, both, yeah. So if they both knocked on your door. Who would you play? I've always
2: said Scotland since I was a wee boy. Uh, right, mum and dad are obviously Scottish, there from Glasgow. So, but they moved down to England when they were very young. But I've I've been raised as a as a jock, really. Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> me and my brother, we've always been Scot- Scotland. We went to France that year as kids. We went and watched Scotland against Brazil and experienced all that so yeah, Scotland and England came knocking when I was a kid, Scotland all day nice. I've always, it's always been a case, you know I mean, I spoke with a Scottish accent living in England all my life and my brother's the same he's never lived in Scotland but still speaks with a funny Glaswegian <laughs> slang so but yeah, Scotland all day for me Yeah, Alex,
0: at least, do you hear that? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Here's a, here's a question, I was hoping you would say that imagine then on the eve of the World Cup well, so, when someone knocks on your
2: door and says, No, obviously, you know, I mean, the World Cup's the, the elite, that's the best, the best tournament in the world. And, and you see all these boys knowing that they're going to be getting called up for the World Cup, it must be incredible mm. when you're on that plane, especially the English boys, the young boys that they're looking to bring through, just not, you know, I mean, knowing you're going to get that call if you've done well And the lead up to the World Cup, and yeah, it's just a dream for the world. Yes,
0: the World Cup's when it gets going you're yeah. like a wee kid again you're watching yeah. four games a day and
2: That's
0: stuff like that. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Uh, I was going to ask you, maybe a daft question, you're a small tricky length winner but who's your favourite player, who do you look forward to watching? In
2: this World Cup? Aye. Obviously Neymar's. he's at the top of his game just now but you know, the likes a Ronaldo and Messi. I think what I'd love to see Messi win the World Cup and what he's done with Barcelona. I know it's a tough ask for the, the team that they've got just now but i just enjoy watching good football you know what i mean I'm, uh, I'm a ball player myself and i just love to watch good technical football and yeah. i think there'll be yeah. a lot on show this summer i think you know the, if you look at the likes of you know, even the belgian squad you know the players the the players, De Bruyne, the players they've got just... and, but even england you know i mean i know uh obviously i support scotland and that, but i'd like to see england go far and the players that they've got you know, i mean these are the players that we watch weekend week at the premiership yeah. so mm-hmm. i would love to see them go out and maybe get to a semi-final or something like that but tough ass with it. the quality of these other countries. The thing about
0: Argentina, it's the it's the disparity between what they have going forward and what they have at their back. Yeah, the back. Uh, the, they apparently have the best manager in the competition. Uh, I don't know enough about Sampaioli, but I'm told that he's yeah. it's unusual for someone at that high in club football to, to take a, a national job at out of his powers. But you look at Germany. G- Germany won the Confederation's Cup with their B team they, they win good. they win everything. The folk were staying against the Third eleven on the park, it could probably get into the final stage. I think
2: it's just the way you know, the whole the whole setup in Germany is yeah. from the kids up. I think uh, they just they've got it right. You know, and there's something obviously right there to be able to win a World Cup. And obviously, you know, I mean, I think the whole system in Germany is just the way they've done it. You know, all the facilities and everything else. I think yeah. they've just done it right. And, but you know, what I mean, there's going to be as I said, you know I mean, I would love nothing more to see we Messi go up and win the World Cup for our generation. You know, what I mean, when you talk about Pelés and Maradonas. I think he's you know i mean he's a player that we love to watch week in week out and it'd be just fantastic for him to him to win the world cup before his career yeah goes. it's kind of an, an odd an odd gap in his, his yeah well, he's won everything you know what i mean he's yeah. won everything and you know, i mean his record speaks for itself so yeah so it would be it would be great to see that or oh, Ronaldo you know what i mean i'm more of a messy man myself but either one of the two to, to win that you know what i mean in LA would be great to
0: Keep on losing finals, Argentina. That's the problem.
2: That's, <laughs> exactly. Three in a row. for uh, probably Spain and Brazil, maybe the other two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Brazil. You know, what I, mean? I think they've got a strong team as well. I think uh, a lot of young boys coming through and to playing at a high level. So you just you never know. It's like, it's, as I said, I'm just looking forward to watching good football. And as you say, watching four games a day is. I don't think missy's going to be too happy. Like, but I mean, it's uh, it's a great thing. Yeah, it's a great time to be to be watching football. so right? job, Exactly. I'll be searching. I'll take that. I'll be using that one this summer June. I,
1: I was thinking about Brazil. It's hard to talking about Germany. It's hard to see uh, another 7-1 result uh, sort of Germany the result. I was a
2: bit one-off. Especially. It so was. Yeah. I remember watching that. I was up in Dingwall all the time. I was up in Ones. Watching with the rest of the boys. And I think I went to the toilet. Came back and it was three goals I missed. It was a one-off. It was a one-off, definitely. Yeah. Uh,
0: so I just going to move on to just a chat about your career. We've touched on it already, uh, little bits of it. I know you did an interview with Jordan Burke recently for the programme. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was a good, it was over, over. Good conversation on the phone, as I mentioned. But he knew more than me about my career. So uh, <laughs> I find
0: we kind of approached him a different way. Yeah, not quite as <laughs> no, well. he was, he
2: was very he knew his stats. He, uh, he definitely did his research. He uh, yeah. Way.
0: See what we can drop in Not yeah. surprise you right? You said you were born in Lancashire, played youth football, signed for Port Vale at uh, 16.
2: Yeah, I was at Burnley before that, I was at Burnley from the age of 7 mm-hmm. to 16, so obviously that's where I, you know, not learnt my trade, but as a kid that's where I done most of my, my stuff and uh, they, uh, they changed the management round um, as I was turning 16. And I was a little guy back then and, uh, you know, it mean, was a case for me where I wasn't playing a lot and I was getting kind of bullied off the ball against big boys mm-hmm. and it was just a chance for me to go elsewhere and Port Vale came knocking and I think it was the, the best thing I've done to be honest.
0: What do you remember about your
2: debut? Uh, a lot, I remember like it was yesterday, uh, Scunthorpe away. We were losing the game um, and obviously two games before that was kind of in the mix and um, the game before that I was on the bench. And then the Scunthorpe game the manager decided to put me on, told me to go warm up. I think it was about 20 minutes I played and I had a good game I came on I had a lot of the ball I hit the crossbar unfortunately I didn't score but it was an experience that you know, I mean, something I looked forward to I like, dreamed about as a, as a, as a youngster so mm-hmm. to make a debut at any level you know I mean it was fantastic but it was uh, something I'll never forget and, uh, but yeah it was you know, I mean I thank Martin Foy he kind of signed me at Bell as a youth team player and then gave me a debut as the, as the first team manager so I thank him for that and, I've never really looked back since then. So, uh, yeah, Trying for Clyde on loan after that? Yeah, right. yeah, it was, um, it, was a, yeah, it was a season after. Um, I wasn't getting much first team football. I was on the bench a lot. Not coming on as much as I wanted to. And uh, Colin Hendry, who was a family friend at the time, he took the Clyde job. He'd been watching me a few times in the mm. reserves and, and he fancied taking me up there just to get a bit of experience, just to get a few games under my belt. I jumped at the chance to be honest. You know, I mean, even though uh, I've never played in Scotland before, I thought it'd be a good experience me to come up and I think uh, I think it was on loan for three months or something like that, two or three months, and just to get a few games under my belt, and, which was a great experience for me. You know, I mean, to to play first team football and start games and learn the side of the game. and He played me as a, a wing back at the time, so it was a position that I've never really played before, which was good. And obviously, Colin Henry as a manager, you know, I mean, he played at the top level all his mm. career and. It was great to play under I, I, I and mean, I appreciate him doing that. He was, uh, even though he was a family friend, you know what I, mean? I, I, worked, I, I enjoyed working underneath him. And uh, yeah, obviously when I was on loan, the Port Vale manager got the sack and they brought in a new manager. So kind of, it didn't work in the best way for me because when I went back, the manager didn't know who I was. Yeah, of course, yeah. um, so it was a case for me trying to break into the team and he brought in his own players. He brought in a lot of conference players from where he came from. Um, and the more technical players in the team like myself, Kind of let 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 go, mm-hmm. and so that summer I was obviously a free agent, and that's when I decided to go back up to Scotland because obviously I'd played quite a lot of football there that season. And Same for Eldra. Takes his own. Yep.
0: Many songs about you over the years, Joe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> One of my favourites was something like this, and I'm not going to sing, but you, know, <laughs> you can, 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 no, yeah, can yeah, what nah, nah. You can add some beats in the background. It was Joey yeah. Cardo's magic. He wears a magic hat, and when he first saw East End, he said, I fancy that. Once the air Captain and put him on his <laughs> Joey Cardo's magic, and he loves the superpowers. How much of that's true, Joe? Yeah, not 100%. <laughs> no, no, no. no, it was... Uh... So, where's
2: the magic hat? <laughs> that's in my pocket. no, no it was... Uh... It was it was a funny one because obviously I signed for the Airdrie and yeah, I mean I was playing week in week out and doing well even though we were kind of mid-table at the time and uh, it was a first proper time when I was playing regular week in week out, enjoying my football, scoring goals and assist, assist I made a few assists and we played against Dunfermline here at uh, East End Park, it was just before Christmas if I remember right, it was me and Steve McDougall on the wings and I think we, we, we both had a great game that day. I think, I think we won that day, I think it was 1-0 It was one each One each, is that right? I'll tell you
0: what I've written here No, go ahead I <laughs> remember a draw in early 2009 When uh, Airdrie gave us the runaround It was yeah. also a 1-1 It was a decent side right. up front It was lynching to Giacomo yeah, up front yeah. I said, but I recall leaving I was saying to Michael and yeah. It was the boy and I went it Caused us problems all day long Constant danger yeah. I hope I sign him I hope we sign him and he really? Did. really? I said, do you still keep in touch with Steven? <laughs> I do actually, <laughs> he's,
2: in, he's in Canada now we both. It was one of those games where we had a lot of the ball, and I you mean, know, I think I think it was Callum Woods who was playing right back, one of my closest pals. Right, nice. Um And I kind of gave him the runner, as you said, and, and I think it was like obviously that was like late December, and then in January, McIntyre got in touch right. with my agent, and I signed a pre-contract. I signed a pre-contract. Ah, is that right? Like, okay. That's what happened. Uh, so I signed a pre-contract in January, and I didn't tell Airdrie about it. It was all hush hush. Which is, you know, thinking about it now is ridiculous. And are uh, young, yeah. Yeah, I was young and didn't really know much about the game and how to do things. And so yeah, it was all hush. I signed a pre-contract without telling the club I play for, which is, as I said, ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> and then they found out about it. McIntyre actually, when we played the fellow later in the season, McIntyre told them, told the manager that I'd signed a pre-contract. Me and signed a pre-contract, though. and uh, so I got the knock at the next door. You coming into the manager's office? The manager was obviously really upset with me and uh, dropped me. Obviously the, f- the fans got hold of that and we didn't play for a good six seven weeks, me and Dougal. We were getting taken up to Dingwall, I remember, Ross County away to just travel and sit the and stand. And it was a pretty horrible <laughs> times and then I got put back in against Livingston. I started the game, started the game great, I had a really good game. And set up John Baird for his goal and then second half, we gave the ball away. It was a left back, they gave the ball away. And this is where the, the Eldred captain kind of <laughs> came into it. He was giving me dogs abuse, even though it wasn't me giving Aye. them all away. So I've kind of sprinted 20, 25 yards and give him a wee shove in the face. And he went down and then I got a red card and then that was it. The, uh, the chairman was not happy, and I kind of got my books and then I came and trained with Dolphin for the rest of the season. All ah, right, Did you? Yeah, yeah. So I was a good, I think it was around March time that that happened. Aye. Um, so I was in every day. With the boys getting used to the lads for the, the, the season ahead, and the next season. So even though I was obviously gutted the way it happened in the end at Airdrie, you know, I mean, and I, I you I was coming to a club that was, you know, I mean, thriving. I was looking forward to coming and playing my part, and you know, what I, mean, I think I've done that so far. You know, I mean? mm-hmm. it's been fantastic. a you know, what I mean, and everyone knows how much I appreciate the club and love playing for the club, and you know I mean, even playing that day at Eastern Park for Airdrie, I mean, you come to a ground like this, and it was a good good support there that day. And, I
0: think, uh, you know, I mean, that made when I got the phone call off McIntyre. I mean, I was I was desperate to come and sing for the club. Aye, it was quite funny. I was, I think it was a four 0 draw your last game. Uh, from soccer basis right? the four 0 yeah. draw. And when you got you played. Yeah, for that the, yeah, the longest thing. Aye, yeah. And then it's so announced you're signing for Dunfermline. Uh-huh. I think so you're signed this right. to so the place yeah, But yeah. your yeah. list record's been really good yeah. for Dunfermline. Yeah.
2: Uh, I was a one off. It was as I say, I was only a young lad. It was twenty one, twenty two at the time and uh, I just seen red because I was getting booed from my, my own fans yeah. and something <laughs> i never experienced because I was that inexperienced I kinda seen red and obviously I regret what I'd done but you know, you I mean, live to tell the story so um, yeah, yeah my, my, you know, my career would be pretty boring if I never had that in my I, locker well, so well, I'm sitting here talking about it so You, you, you say that,
0: first game for the pars first league game anyway. Come off the bench of Capo, scored a yeah, swimmer and off the underside the bar Exactly, I mean. that was one of my, my favourite goals Usually we were both there, Michael. We were yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, and then uh, the Tuesday after was a cup game against Queen of Yeah, you so, did much oh, the same.
2: Yeah, yeah, I remember. I think it was in that golden olive stand. It was, was that a challenge cup game. I it was yeah? nice. Uh, well, I managed to get hold of the ball and do my usual cut inside Aye. and then, <laughs> yeah, I've got a top bin.
0: Been working for Robin all his career, so
2: exactly, exactly. You can't change it. Uh, it doesn't matter. You a know, lot of people do. call me I'm, I'm, I'm a trick for one trick pony, but if Something works, you know what I mean. Why change it? You yeah. I mean. It's, if it doesn't work, then I can use my left as well. Right. But it's, uh, yeah, it's worked for the last twelve years, anyway, thirteen years. Touching your left peg in a minute. Uh, not literally. No. <laughs> it's not, not, not that kind of. Not that kind
0: of <laughs> podcast. Uh, I, might, I might develop into that. You know, it's black and white. <laughs> <laughs> too hot for a radio. Uh, same season, hat ticket for help. Yeah. All oh, good goals as well.
2: Yeah, good I think it I came out at halftime that day. That uh, yeah, it was 0-0 oh. all that day and I remember McIntyre at halftime, Dobby to, obviously told me to come in and he was like someone needs to grab the game by the neck and and first goal first goal was a cross It came back to me the usual cut inside and scored and then the second was a bit of a cracker came okay. in same again and obviously it was my first career hat trick so it was uh, to get a third goal was fantastic. And, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I remember it so well. Does it doesn't feel like it was so long ago? Like eight years ago or something like that. I probably, Yeah, to, uh, yeah right, right. Aye, so it was. uh you know, to
0: get my first career it was great. I Always remember some mm. like the match uh, now, yeah, good memories. Yeah, so, yeah. All, all good goals as yeah. well. So that season we felt we were sure. think right? it was the yeah. season in sort of Came home away well sale and, and yeah. ended up pipping Dundee. Uh, the season after that was the one we won promotion. though which is one of the most memorable yeah. seasons we've had as a Paris fan started at the Falkirk Stadium a 1-0 win and mm-hmm. uh, you set up the goal across yeah. from your left foot
2: yeah I remember that well it was a just... beautiful sunny day and obviously I think we, we started the game really strong and then, uh, I think going into the game Falkirk were meant to be favourites for the you know, Aye, say, yeah, they were meant to be favourites and to start the season at, at Falkirk you know I mean it was a big game and yeah. there was a lot of fans at that game I think uh, we took most of the stand um, I think we started this game so well and I think it was, was it Pat Clark that scored that day was a cookie? I think it was, I think it was, oh, no, to it was yeah. one of the two anyway, I remember coming at, it was early on the, the game, I think it was 5-10 minutes into the game ah, you, you cut on your
0: left you crossed
2: it, yeah. or you cut on your left and you crossed it, I think it, it was Clark that scored Then you won a penalty and then Kulke 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 missed and it. It. Oh, and it, if Pete right. scored that it could have been handy. Aye oh, oh, oh. so yeah to start the season like that was fantastic and I think that was the opening for the whole season to be honest I think. Uh, thinking about the season obviously it was it was tough because it was so tight throughout the whole season right. mm-hmm. uh, but we managed to uh to do it at the right time and you know the way we won it in the end was fantastic obviously. yeah I mean that, that game is over so you know I mean that's bit, yeah. I still talk about that day you know, I mean to the boys that come mm-hmm. in and a sell out part you know out east End park thats uh, doesn't happen very often no. and yeah you know, I mean the way that we won it in the end was definitely so special um but I think you know that that day as well you yeah. know I mean, the way we were playing. You know, I mean, I still watch the video back, and how we started the game was so strong. we, were, we played so well, um, and the chance early on at the crossbar, and, and then obviously they went up and scored the goal. Yeah. But we were still confident going in at half time at we knew we were going to win that game. You know, yeah. It was. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was. We were never like, you know, I mean, there's some in games where you go one nil down and that's it. You know yeah. what I mean? But you know, we knew we were going to win. There was something about that day. To the fans, everything, everyone involved. You know, I mean, and obviously I got the assist from. Hardy's first goal with the corner kick. You know, yeah. Was good, it, yeah. yeah. And we'd worked on it, you yeah. know I mean? There's something that McIntyre has. he specialises in corner kicks and that one where Hardy starts at the front post and there's a block and he gets around to the far post and it worked every time. And you'd think ref Rose would have done the homework and picked up on that and it managed to come off and then obviously the big man steps up with the free kick yeah, and gets right. the winner and you know I mean it's never ten yards. No, it's never ten yards.
0: It could be another podcast, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but aye, so, I think the start of that season, first maybe 10-12 games, that the football confirmed players, was well, certainly as good aye. as I can remember since Cold yeah, I would say that yeah. anyway. Oh,
2: we had some good players, some really good talented players. But even the likes, of, even the likes of Nicky Finn, you know, boys like that who yeah. people don't really speak about, Stephen Bell before he got injured, like these were at the top of the game at the yeah, time. Yeah, and I remember coming in when I first left and coming in, I was like. These boys are players, you know what I mean? Right. There was great quality, you know what I mean? Even like a wee bucket, wee Alec like, Bucket. Yeah. I know he was on his last legs and that, but he didn't even have to move. He was just, you know what I mean, so technical. Just, you know, the way they passed the ball and that. And obviously I had to raise my game then, and it worked for me, you know what I mean, playing with these quality players. But I think, you know what I mean, that's why the fans came out in the numbers, because we were playing such good football. Yeah, it was enjoyable. It was enjoyable to watch it, to watch. Yeah. it was enjoyable to play. Um, But yeah, it was. It was you know what I mean, it was a fantastic season. Just great memories of that whole that era. Whole when, they, when
0: they fell got injured, obviously, and then Gibson went and then they kind of reworked it. Yeah, team, and then it came, came And it worked, came, yeah, because really it died. could go either way, you
2: know what I mean? It could go the other way where, you know what I mean? If you lose a couple of you know, top players in the mm-hmm. team, then but the boys could go. But I think uh, the manager managed to do it, you know what I mean? And it worked, you know what I mean? The, the team that we put out towards the end of the season, even if you remember the, uh, the Brussels County game. Last minute, hardest header. Young man. Oh, that was right. the one for me when I thought we were winning this league. But, yeah, yeah, it was a Tuesday night. Fights. Yeah, it was a nil nil, and, and there was just nothing in the game. We got a free kick, and Hardy was adamant he was taking a free kick. He's angry, yeah. oh, isn't he? <laughs> McIntyre was like, he shouted on. He said, "Joe's taking it, get in the box," and I managed to whip in a ball. This was the last kick of the game. Yeah. I managed to whip in a ball. pace. Hardy just touched it. And it's gone an end. I mean, you that night travelling will win this league. Yeah, yes. So that's even even that day at Rafe yeah, here against Rafe we knew we were going to win that game, even though we went 1-0 down. So yeah, it was fantastic memories, and obviously the bottom game, but it's another day you won't forget, and yeah, the fans running on. Magic. Ah, yeah, it was uh, something I'd love to be able to experience again before my career wow. finishes. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, it'll be nice.
0: In the article, he's still he's
2: still raging when he scores. Yeah, I oh, no, <laughs> So angry. boy's Jop on his back? I think he had a sore back that game as that he had a back. He, he, he claims because <laughs> he was carrying the team. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he likes to say. Uh, no, nah, it was uh, uh, he was raging that night, even on the way home, just scored the winner to get us to the top of the table and an man. Uh, I'd,
0: I'd leave my love if he was there. <laughs> i you was that, and then. The Rovers game, the Martin game, the Falkirk game at the end of the season when they, right. when they lifted the trophy yeah. as well. It was, uh... Uh, it
2: was nice to play Falkirk, obviously the league was already won. And yeah. The fans came out in the numbers and obviously we lifted the trophy that day. So the Bars fans, sure. yeah, yeah, fans. Yeah, the Bars so right. really, fans came out. The Bars fans. No. I yeah, exactly. exactly. No, I was like, you know, that, that wee spell. And obviously I was growing my beard then as well. I, I was going to mention the, the beard. beard. Ah, yeah. be still... So this came down. I don't know when about it was, I think it was around March, mid-March time. We'd gone on a wee run, and someone, I think it was, someone asked me in an interview after the one of the games, "What's the, what's going on with the beard?" And there was nothing to it. I just mm. left it for a wee while. And it was a terrible, horrible beard, a can beard. And I thought, you know, and I said, I was maybe a bit arrogant, and you know, I said, "I'm not going to shave it until we lose a game." Mm. And obviously, we went on that run and I'm didn't sure. lose any <laughs> games, and I had this horrible, <laughs> horrible beard that I managed to go it, like, it, so it, it was terrible. It was terrible. So as soon as we won against Morton that day, I went home and shared that managed to that was in Lorenzo's to Lolo's and <laughs> all the all the fans, so yeah, it was uh, great times. I was against, it was against Morton, I think it was our, our last defeat of the season. Three 0 here or three one. Right. I do I don't remember. I really don't remember. Yes. I try to forget all the, the losses. <laughs> <laughs> it's only the wins I remember. I seem to
1: remember the ball got played back to smith and it wasn't played very well it's the not in he- a no, no. and then
2: there's a few of them actually it <laughs> wasn't, 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 it wasn't
1: it, and then no, they, they had know. a shot for the side of the box and Alex Keddie could have stopped it. just stood and watched it roll past him it, it was a
0: bizarre it was a bizarra score so so what was that then, like March time? that I, I, was I, about then I, was I, kicked and, on, the fans uh, were poised just coming in. out <laughs> and, 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 and <laughs> I almost went
1: to a fight with someone in the way I was really arrogant about it.
2: And that was the last loss. So, right, so the unbeaten beard, I think it was a good two
0: months. There, yeah. I had that first one. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be saying that again. <laughs> yeah. that again. Then you shave it off and beat Falkirk anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So then obviously back in SPL started really well, yeah. but obviously it tapered off after that. We end up going down. Was it just, was just a lot of games that was bad luck because it's not yeah. enough quality or so?
2: I think you know the bit of mistakes we gave away. Yeah, I think it just cost us. Obviously, we were playing against better players. And I think the uh, mistakes just cost us that season. You know what I mean, I think it was, as you say, they started the season well, I think the first three games we were unbeaten. And, mm. uh, but you know what I mean, if you think about the mistakes and the own goals we were giving away, just, it, it, it just killed us in the end. Mm. Um, you know what I mean, we had good players. We had, uh, I think I scored nine goals that season in the SPO, you know what I mean, so we were scored plenty of goals, but just obviously giving them away. And uh, obviously it cost us in the end. Thinking about it now, you know what I mean, as I say, I don't really I try and forget all the losses, but yeah. the Hibs game, um, obviously after McIntyre got the side, Jeffries came in, and that was a big game for us, it was between us and them really, Yeah. and uh, I was just gutted, because it was just as Jeffries came in, and he never started with that game, and obviously I was on it, I think I was playing well before that, I was just, in, I think it was 3-0 down after 10 minutes or something oh, like that, We kind of came out, and, and that was it, after yeah. that night we were down, and, uh, it was horrific, you know. What I mean, after being on such a high the season before, to go in such a, a low the season after, you know, what I mean, you you want to be playing in that league, you want you, you expect to be playing in that league for the next few years, and to be getting relegated again was a it was a gutter, was a yeah, hard one to take. It was. It was worse to come. Yeah, Just it stuff. doesn't. Yeah, you expect it not to get any worse, and then obviously it was the darkest time of my football career. It was really hard. Uh,
0: Season of two halves, wasn't it? Yeah. Started the season really well, I mean, yeah, yeah. When, when did the players kind of
2: know that the, the wheels were coming off? Uh, it was around November time. Obviously, no. we'd not been paid. Uh, I think it was October. We never got paid but then November. They get paid again, and then they you know, you know, I mean, start asking questions. Yeah, uh, you know, young boys couldn't even get to training. You know, boys that lived in Glasgow and that didn't have money to get to training. Yeah, You start asking like questions. That's... Then obviously, I'm, I'm a lot. I live locally. And, and it was just tough, you know. We was getting to Christmas time, and obviously, boys have got mortgages and families, and Lucy was pregnant at the time as well. So I was thinking, when's my next pay packet coming in. Yeah. Um. But you know, I mean, it was it was one of them ones. It was just didn't know what was going on. It was we were having meetings at the, at the training ground, and there was no answers getting. You know, even though we we knew there was something not right, and then obviously uh, it got it got to. Yeah, and obviously we weren't performing on the pitch as well because our heads were all over the place. Of course, because so. we, we were flying at the time. We were obviously at the top of the table, and and then I think it was October November time when we came up and fell fell away, and that was the reason. There was nothing else to it. You know, I mean, the uh, the changer had gone because I mean, it's, you need to be getting paid at the end uh, of the day. You know, I mean, you were lying the wages, um, and then we fell away, and then obviously it came to I think it in February time where we had a meeting in here. Darkest day of my life, really. It doesn't really get much darker, mm. especially my, my, my career. Just getting told, you know what I mean, off a piece of paper that's you on your way. Uh, yeah. It's hard to take. That's what, what I was going to ask, is it literally like that? It was literally like that, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I think it was Lisa that, not that read it. I it was Jeffreys that read um, it. He said, Listen, there's eight boys that I get, I think it was seven or eight boys that I get told today mm-hmm. that uh, we can't keep you anymore. Um, so yeah, just basically read the list off a piece of paper and that was it. Yeah. Handshakes and that was you at the door. Absolutely and that nice. Yeah, it was horrific. It wasn't nice. I didn't sink right. in as soon as, it, obviously you know you know the time, but and then I went home and obviously it was horrible, it was horrific and I, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. <laughs> and then we get the phone call later on that day, I think that was on Friday. We got the phone call later on that day. You've got 24 hours to find another team to the end of the season. So there was only I think five, six weeks left of the season and obviously you didn't want to be you know, I thought we had another couple of weeks to get find a team. Yeah. So then you're getting all the phone calls off all the different teams, and you just didn't know what was going on. And then I ended up signing for Rafe. I signed for Rafe on the Sunday, just till the end of the season, just to get a few more games. Um, and obviously because Lucy was pregnant, I didn't really want to be travelling anywhere. Of course, and obviously yeah. Rafe was basically on my doorstep, and I managed to, to sign there until the end of the season, played a couple of games. And then obviously I was a free agent again in the summer. So because Lucy was pregnant, and obviously I enjoyed my time there in the five weeks, you know what I mean, and uh, I, I, I decided to stay on there. Yeah, so I'll for Ray <laughs> for a while. You don't need to justify it. No, I don't. I don't. actually No, you do. If <laughs> <laughs> you've you been there for several years and gone through administration, and know, yeah. it's pregnant, yeah. like, ah, you know, is uh, it uh, better enough? Uh, well, obviously, yeah, the I team. mean, I was going to have my family for four and a half years. I had a great time there, but that that spell was difficult. And everyone that was here at the time experienced it. it was it wasn't just the players; it was everyone that was involved in the club, yeah. the fans as well. You know, what I mean, they were on the, everyone was in the same boat, and it was hard to take. You know, what I mean, from you know, I still don't know what was going on. I don't know why, and how it happened, but I'm just glad I'm, I'm, I'm back. You know, what I mean, it was, it was the time where I was out a contract at Ross County, and even though the club were in the League One. Uh, even though we would be dropping back from the SPL, so like when it's a big drop, I just I felt like an unfinished business here. Yeah. I was dying yeah. to get back, and as I said at the start of the conversation, I wanted to get the club back to the SPL and hopefully play my part in doing that. And obviously we're halfway there, but we've still got a wee bit to go. I remember when when I heard you were
1: coming back. Yeah. And it was I was thrilled mainly because you're a good player, but also because it felt like a sort of symbolic mm-hmm. right. We're we're getting yeah. we've got our feet back level, yeah. we're coming back
2: up. Yeah. Um, it was um. That's how it felt it for me, time. you know I mean? It was I never wanted to leave, you know I mean? It was uh and you know I mean even I'd have played for buttons, I'd have played for nothing, I I didn't want to go because I was enjoying it so much at the time and playing probably the best football of my career. Mm. Um I didn't want to leave. Um and obviously that's why I've always kept my house. I always in the back of my head, I always I let I kept my house in the I always had in the back of my head that I'd be coming back at yeah. one point. And it's happened, you know what I mean? And you know what I mean back enjoy my football even though I'm injured just now. I mean I love it here and I love playing at East End Park and yeah, I, mean, I think I've got a good relationship with the fans and everyone, you know, connected to the club.
0: Yeah absolutely. And, you know. uh, so you came back, we won league one, 15 goals, numerous assists, played some great stuff that season. Yeah. Made a similar start to this season as well, Uh so literally done fire at the start, yeah. not literally, yeah. <laughs> uh, for the first two months of the campaign. Yeah. Then you get injured against St Mirren, the results tail off. So it was a great start, all down to you, Joe, or it was just most of it?
2: Uh aye, I'll, I'll take, I'll aye, take that. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the, the boys started on fire. I think uh, we all came back relatively fit uh, pre-season. It was a tough pre-season, I think. Uh, I think that, that kicked us on. You know, what I mean, because we were all so fit and flying, and, and you know, what I mean? we started that, the season so strong. Yeah. Um, just thinking about it so now, I just wish we'd have done that throughout the whole season. You know, what I mean, we'd be. Miles in front of St if that was the case, we'd have played the way we did the first eight, nine games. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean it's happened. I tore my, my hamstring against St here, and obviously it was a bad one. So I was out for a good six, seven weeks, um, and then that spell, that the, the team kind of slackened a slack wee bit, and we didn't pick up as many points. And I think, um, yeah, it was, you know I mean, the start of the season was fantastic, and obviously to get so many goals for, for myself being yeah. a white man, that's the assists, you know, I mean it was a great time for me picking up play the month and you know and getting all the accolades. But you know I mean it's uh it was a t- it's a team game, the boys started so well and obviously we had that wee patch, but I think the boys are getting back to that to that level. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully we can end the season the way we started it. Um that's the aim anyway, that's that's the plan. Yeah. And if we do that I think we've got a good chance, you know, if we if we hit the playoffs and finish the season where we started, I think we've got a good if we get to the playoffs then have got a great chance. chance I mean, I mean, go just come back at the start. The, I think my possibly my favourite moment of the season was your goal against Hearts. Nice mm-hmm, oh, Yeah, it, good timing. stuck us through it. I, it was obviously you know it was a big game. We knew if we got something from the game, we were qualifying for the next round. And we uh, I mean, going to Hearts. As always, you know it's going to be a hard place to go. And obviously, they mm. got the early goal. And then uh, yeah, I think it was about five ten minutes later. My goal came, and obviously the play yeah. got, got ball up on the right hand inside. side. Arizo played some good football. I think ended up to Hig Higgie ball. Higgin got the ball. And I've just f i have just I was just floating about the time. I kinda of came into the, the middle of the pitch. he's fired the ball into me and I've managed to take a good touch on the half turn. Yeah. Um I think it was Suter that you kind know, of faced me up and I chopped it onto my left hand side. And seeing a gap, you know, I mean, even though he was kinda of in front of me, I've kind of managed to kill the ball around him. And it's hit the side net and then obviously went in and you know I think it came at a, the right time and yeah. obviously we ran to the caution but after they scored so to get that goal just before half time was obviously you know a great goal and probably one of my better, better ones of my career um you know I mean just just scoring obviously live on telly as well it was a nice way to do it yeah and we managed obviously that we uh, we drew the game in the end we you know I mean we Cal Smith was fantastic then Dicky getting the goal. Obviously, winning on penalties and that, but we were, you know, the game was done before yeah. the penalties, so we were. Yeah, it was, those penalties was. Yeah, uh, yeah it, was it was a good day, it was a great day, in fact. Yeah, good day. Goal. It was, well, I mean, yeah. it's kind of gold if
1: it Messi or Ronaldo, yeah. you're,
2: everyone's seen it around yeah, the world. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was, no, it was, it was good. good.
1: Perfect. Oh, yeah it was I nice, this. it was nice, especially my well. in the World Cup 94 if you remember that good South Korea, Comes to him and he just sort of flicks it up, spins and hits it uh-huh. Oh yeah okay yeah, yeah, that. That done, yeah. yeah, his is more of a uh, strong hit and yours is more of a. I uh, I think it was, it was more the,
2: just, the touch, the, the ball in from Higgy and kind uh, of get my foot to it Flicking it around. And yeah, just the way it kind of fell to me That was a good goal
0: Glorious Hopefully, for this podcast available on iTunes, we'll take it to the wider world yeah, yeah, never know It might go viral all those months <laughs> after when we did the last podcast, we kind of looked forward to the next three or four games. Uh, it's me, Michael, and Ross, and you're doing predictions, and it's, it's pretty futile because we're all Pars fans. So yeah. You're hardly going to say, can't kind of winning at Falkirk or anything like that. Uh-huh. So, all I was going to do is touch upon who we're, who we're playing next and maybe some of their attributes. So, obviously, a huge game at Queen of the South on Saturday. Yeah. It's really, really difficult one to kind of call because mm-hmm. they, they murders us here the first game of the season,
2: mm-hmm. they were right here. And then and we've been down Dumfries, it's been too pretty driving them Yeah, yeah, bold of aye. So Especially the last one, I don't think there was much in the game. But obviously they've got quality, the likes of Dobie, I think, uh, in the game, yeah, obviously, he, just, he, he ran the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if he's injured just now, I think he struggled the last game. Uh, but I think <laughs> if, uh, you know mean, our defenders know what to do with we'll him, keep him out of the game, we've got a good chance. We know we've got good attacking players that can create goals mm-hmm. and score goals. I think uh, hopefully we get a few chances on the day and put them away. I th- you know what I mean? I'm positive going into the game. To be honest, I think. You want a, you want a score prediction or? Why not, yeah, I mean, yeah score I'll, prediction. I'll go. I'll go with two now <laughs> so. Two and <laughs> 0 towards, uh, a comfortable, a comfortable two and 0 Okay. Hopefully.
0: So on the back of that, that's his
1: next. Uh, next is Livingston. Uh, Who hasn't so lost? The night yeah, they've no in the league since the sixth of January. So we have done. Yeah, pretty well against them. <laughs> So they're um, a big big organized. Yeah, but that's say, exactly.
2: Organized is it? It what they are. I mean, you know, the, the work the what rates. Brilliant. I, I know we Sean Bond who used to be here. I speak him quite a lot, and I think he's one of the, one of the best technical players I have played with. But he's not really playing like that there. He's more of a workhorse, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I think that's what the managers getting out of them. They're all fit boys, and you know, they know what they're doing. They're very organized, and you know, it's going to be a tough game. Um, so you know, I mean, it's another game where you know. I mean, we want to get the three points, but I think it'll be a tougher game than Queen of the South. Um, they're good defensively, um you know. I mean, I think if we break them down, as I said, you know, I mean, we've got strong enough players going uh, attacking-wise. Obviously, Nicky's on a run just now, so I'd like to see him get another couple of goals in the next mm-hmm. few games.
0: And it's to the dark side, uh, Falkirk away. It's the seventh of April. yeah Also on a bit of a good run. uh uh-huh. Mended new new year. Uh, but you could kinda of see what they was trying to do. I just didn't think they had the players to do it. But since then they've really kicked on. Yeah. Albeit they're you know, the one or two dips there. Mm-hmm. What do we think? Um six not all the nice. that
2: That'll be a tough game. I think it's took him a bit of time to as you said, just to get the right balance in his team. Uh he's brought in a few players and I think a few players like Golden likes a Craig that's here now. Um so yeah, I always feel confident going there, even though the record's not been as as good as we we, we sh- it should be, um, but you know I mean, if, I mean it's always nice when the, the the fans come to turn out the numbers as well. I like playing towards that that goal. Hopefully I'm back fit and strong then and obviously yeah uh, play my part in that day. But I'm feeling confident going into the game. I think another three points. But I'm like that. You know I'm not going to any game thinking I'm uh, three yeah. get two points. Well, it's it's a, good, yeah, I, I guess was never going, the going fans to a, fans That's what we exactly, I'd never go to a game thinking let's just pick up the points. So. Hopefully another three points and then that's, that's us in the mix. Aye, I man. think the next three games are going to be crucial, Aye. 100%. I think Saturday's a massive game. Aye. Uh, couldn't have huge, uh huge, and obviously Tuesday as well. But if we pick up three points Saturday, that's us in the mix. And hopefully, you I know, when mean, we do the business and then, as I say, finish the season strong.
0: Uh, two massive games, I'm missing them both. I'm in Ireland, for them And then the last of those uh, the four games we're talking about is uh, picking at Home, which is yeah. a must one three points. Yeah. Pars being the Pars, we could get nine out of nine and lose at home to Breakin. But let's okay. not say that. No. Not say that. We, we, we dispatched them quite well. Yeah,
2: just a couple I of think, weeks obviously, years. getting the first goal against Breakin, they the seasons the, the heads go down. Yeah. So it's, if we get an early goal, it could be anything. It's just getting that first goal, I think, uh, especially at home on a big pitch. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Almost done. We just
0: end with a couple of features here. One is the internet interject. That's when we trail the uh, internet forums joe uh, nickyclark.net as we call it uh, <laughs> there's a lot of name calling and i've taken on that but uh thankfully denaro like you're saying came to the rescue today a, a debate that he generated about the greatest save you've ever seen right. uh i'll give you a bit of thinking time about a couple two, two from Keepers. one i can't even remember it was sean murdoch at the cowden then tipped the ball over the bar a couple of seasons back and it looked like it was going in for all money that one was Chris Smith's save against Kenny Duker. I don't know if you remember. It was the the game we talked about the Falkirk Stadium right. when we won 1-0 yeah. and they'd done nothing all game. Yeah, I think I remember. S- he saved in the last minute. I it think was remember. a world-class uh, save. Uh, cause they almost stole a point if it wasn't for Chris Smith. And it's nice to give a wee nod to Chris Smith because uh, he's taken a bit of abuse over uh, the years. Oh, uh, Going back to the 80s, Theo Snelder's save from Ross Jack in a cup game. I don't know if you remember that seen it on YouTube, ah, I vaguely remember it. I, I, how he said it, it's like catching a bullet out of a gun, I think that's what they said in the papers. And there was a boy, I don't know if he played with McGurk at Grey's Rovers. McGurk. McGurn, uh, McGurn. Yeah. sorry. Yeah, David McGurk. Ah, first bit of bad news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. It was at one point blank range, I, I don't know how he... Against okay, so us? Was... Aye. Yeah, I think I
2: remember that. Yeah.
0: Who was that? What year was that? <laughs> that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, just I think I remember I it, 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 was it. It was in the yeah, car. Uh, it camp, shoot, to, yeah, us. yeah,
2: I remember it. Uh, I think it was from Karki, I think it was like being a header, like right. Yeah, I'm pretty that's sure. That's uh,
0: anyway. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. I, since you've gone down the left, Joe? You've cut him in your right foot. You've swept one towards the you know yeah. far corner. Any any great saves you can remember against? Yeah. yeah. It was- Name
2: dropping here, but it was against when I was at Port Vale. Uh, Midlands Youth Cup it was against Joe Hart. He was oh, at. Right. Sh- yeah. He was at Shrewsbury at the time, and it wasn't. I was on the right hand side this time, and it was a ball. It came over. I caught it so sweet, it just went across the goal. About to nestle the top down. This is before I, I knew who Joe Hart was, mm-hmm. and he's pulled it out. One of the best saves I've ever seen. And obviously, he goes on and sings for Man City, and it does has the career he has. So, yeah, I know I'm name dropping there, but yeah, Joe <laughs> Hart's probably made the best save that I've seen. I had to be a good keeper to keep it. Keep yeah, it exactly. For you. exactly. <laughs> With yourself, Michael,
1: it's not exactly a save, but in terms of concentration and the pressure we're under, uh, Westie grabbing the ball at the Um from that late cross, and he, he just goes up there and pulls it down and then lies on the ground for about a minute and ah, a half. Nice. It's, not a save, <laughs> it's not a save save, but it's. Just the um, pressure, oh, it's
0: an it's a iconic it's, moment. It's now. an iconic moment, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Right, Joe, we're going to end just with a few, few quick, fire questions.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, so, you've probably had these 100 times before, they're not very original, right. but you know, that's, that's what we've done. Who's the best player you've ever played against? I thought Joe Hart was named
2: brother. Who was that? Uh, like <laughs> <laughs> that? Uh, Carlin Cup uh, against Tottenham ah, right, okay. oh, oh wow the light, That was pretty special wow. uh, One of my earliest games So it was. Uh, I came on, second half We were winning, we were winning the game and uh, they had a the full team out before Huddleston he scored the two goals the, the, the beat in an extra time that night mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously playing away at her line right. and the floodlights as wow. well pretty yeah pretty incredible David is someone I grew up watching as a kid. of course uh, on all the make adverts and the tricks that he could do and I just I, I came on centre midfield that day so obviously I was up against him and I just wanted to be next to him you know what I mean so I managed to take him down in the centre, centre spot and just you know what I mean and I picked him up you know put my hand out picked him up and I mean something I always remember yeah yeah I, I always wonder that when you see young and that coming on against an yeah. international superstar, it must be. I, you know, when I was playing, I, as a kid playing FIFA, with <laughs> I mean, I'm picking up, it's like something surreal, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that was one of the earliest memories, being a pro, but yeah, probably the best i played against that. Who's
0: the best player you've ever played
2: with in the same team? Uh, I played, when I was at Port Vale, I played with a guy called Danny Sonner, um, he was coming to the end of his career, he was a centre midfield player, and he just, he just, he was just so natural on the ball, and so comfortable. And I'd always say, you know, I mean, he was just, he was just a joy to play with. And especially as a young boy coming through, he was great with me, and you know, he'd speak to me after training, and help me through, help me through games, and he gave me a lot of the ball as well because I, came, I played out wide, and you know, I mean, as a, as a midfielder, he gave me a lot of the ball, and and he was just, you know, a joy to play with, and I always remember that Danny Saunders was probably be the best I played with. Mm-hmm. Most difficult opponent ever,
0: and most difficult opponent in the league at the moment So I guess who's the best right back would you say in the championship and who's the
2: best you've played against? I'm going to uh, give my boy a shout, Callum Woods, when he was here I think Callum yeah, is a right back, he's he not yeah. much better, that's why he's obviously playing regular in the championship now for Preston
0: mm-hmm.
2: he, was, he was great, he was a good top pro, and obviously he's one of our closest pals In the league this season, uh, Other than Brian Williamson obviously. Yeah, I do I may mean, just, I may mean, just get to say Ryzo, Just you know, I mean, even though he's not an opponent, he's a, a teammate. But I think uh, as a young pullback, he's got everything. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, I think uh, you know I mean, he's a he's a he's a great pro, and obviously, you know, I mean, gets forward, and I, mean, I don't think many teams can can play against him. You know, what yeah. I mean? he's 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 unplayable when he's at it. And right. uh, yeah, even though he's he's not an opponent, I'm gonna uh, give Ryzo a shout out Okay. Favorite moment for the Pars? Probably touched the planet already yeah, yeah, winning the leagues obviously, winning the championship yeah, The Rafe Rovers game and the Morton game are the standards for Yeah, shaving the beard Yeah, shaving the beard, that was a, yeah, an ultimate, <laughs> What would you say is the best, again this might be the same answer,
1: what's the best game you've ever played in terms of enjoyment?
2: Obviously scoring hat-tricks, scoring hat-tricks with Dunfermline is obviously a big thing, I've got four hat-tricks with Dunfermline, so One of them probably, you know I mean, uh Obviously the Wraith Rovers game here was obviously something that I'll always look back on but personally, scoring at Ibrox for Dunfermline was a big thing for me as well. Growing up, I was a, I was a Celtic supporter growing up. So yeah,
0: yeah, I saw that today. I was watching their goals on YouTube. Yeah,
2: so. yeah. Was scored, that the seven-two game. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, the and then I scored. I scored the equaliser before they scored. Yeah. Uh, in the league game in the SPL season, cutting again. Uh, cup. Scored against McGregor. Scoring at Ibrox was sort of a highlight. But yeah, there's been so many. <laughs>
1: What about part um, of players that come through at the club here? Um, who
2: who would you tip for glory if you had to pick one? Um, i do not mentioning Brian Wilson. I know he's played a lot of first-team football. Call Smith, I think's up and coming. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a good future ahead of him. We um, spoke as well. We with Brandon Look. I think, uh, even though he's a bit lightweight just now, I think in the next couple of years, I think hopefully some fans get to see him. He's a cow and beef just now learn his trade, but I think uh, technically he's very good, um, he's got a lot in his locker, I think he just needs to bulk up a little bit, like myself when I was his age, Um, but technically he's a very good player. I think we've got, a, you know, there's a good few boys in that change room mm. that have got a good future in the game if they keep the, you know the head right, you know I mean, work hard on the training pitch, which they do, you know I mean, they've got John Potter who looks after them, which is fantastic. And gets the most out of them, so I think uh, the future is bright for the club. Yeah, I
1: think uh, when we started this interview, possibly the listeners could have heard it. There was um, a game happening in front of us on the pitch. Uh, the Bramwell were massacring Man United, which yeah. was quite nice to watch. Yeah. And you mentioned Cammy Gill, I mean, yeah. you, we saw him make a brilliant save. Cami's
2: winning training where he's put off saves I've never, I've never seen before. Unbelievable, he's so agile. He seems to do it against me quite a lot as well in training. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know if he tries harder when we're doing shooting practice. He always seems to pull off absolute waldies against me. So Cammy Gill, I think it's one that will definitely be wasn't uh, that number one jersey in the, the near future as well because I, I think he's ready. I think he's uh, you know, only seen him in training. Obviously, he said a penalty there against Man United against that a boy who's uh, in and around the first team for Man United. So it shows his class. And I think uh, he's got a good chance in the next year or so to be playing regular for the club.
0: We've touched upon it again, Joe, with your ambitions left in your footballing career. Obviously, we said we've got to extend your career as much yeah. as possible. Yeah. You said obviously getting Dunfermline back up to the, the Premier League again.
2: Yeah, that's the plan. You know, I mean, have obviously I'm out of contract in the next couple of months with Dunfermline, so. The next question. You're yeah, doing so well it's, here. Uh, it's obviously a scary time of season, especially when you're out injured for, for, like, for the last two or three weeks. So. I'm hoping to secure my future with Don and That's the plan. Obviously, I, I love playing my football here and hopefully get to to to, to make some some more memories to make. You know, what I mean, some more uh, to do more with the club. You know, what I mean, the the plan is to get the club back in the SPL, and I'm, I'm more than certain that we'll do it in the next year or so in the next couple of years. And you know what I mean, that's the plan. And yeah, you know, I mean, it's well, I'm, I'm settled here, my family life and everything else. So. Uh, that's what I want to do, I want to stay at the club and hopefully uh, maintain what I've done for the last few years here and create more magical memories.
0: And we know footballers when they give up don't ever have to work again, but yeah. say you did, uh-huh. uh, what's your, once you give up your playing career, yeah. what, where do you see your
2: future? Well, I'm currently doing my A licence just now, um, I done my B licence two years ago with Josh Falkingham. And then I, right. I decided last summer to go ahead and do my A licence, so I started that last summer. I'm in the middle of it just now, and I finish it this summer, so it's a a year long process. So, hopefully I pass my A licence and uh, after my football career, hopefully stay in football, that's all I know. I've only ever done football in my whole life, since I left school, since I was left school at 16. I've been a football player, so uh, I think that's the road I want to go down. I love the game and I love being involved every day in training and being around the lads and everything else. So, I think uh, that's the plan. Uh, I can have a bit of luck and get into get get into the club and obviously uh, being able to show what I can do coaching wise then that's what I'd like to do ideal do. great well, Joe.
0: thank you very much no that wraps up well, it's been a pleasure I appreciate your time hope you've enjoyed it I have it's been great
2: I appreciate
0: it thank you uh, Michael thanks to you no worries. and I'm sure you agree there's only one way to finish the show there is only one way to finish the show <laughs> on the count of three <laughs> one two three Three. This, this is, three. is how it feels to be in. This is how it feels to be small. You, you sign Greg Spence and we sign Joe Ricardo. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>